0: January 2nd, and now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13. We'll go through chapter 3, verse 6. We'll see in chapter 2 about uh, responses. What were the responses to his birth? Well, creation responded by putting a miraculous star in the heavens to tell the world a king had been born, and not just A king, but the king of the universe. The Gentiles responded by worshipping him and bringing him gifts. Matthew shows early in his book that Jesus came to save Gentiles as well as Jews. The wise men were astrologer-scientists who studied the heavens. The star led them to the scriptures, and the scriptures led them to the Savior. God speaks to us in ways we can understand. He's a good God in that respect. In every respect, he's a good God. Herod, the king, responded with fear and deception. He wanted no new king to threaten his reign. The chief priests and scribes gave the right information, but the wrong response. They were only five miles away from the Messiah, yet they refused to go see him. What good is it to understand Bible prophecy if it doesn't make a difference in your life? In chapter 3 we'll read that John the Baptist was a model preacher. He was a road builder who prepared the way for the Lord and an ax man who got to the root of sin and exposed it. He was not intimidated by people nor was he afraid to preach about judgment. He was obedient to his Lord and magnified him in all things. Some people heard God's word and confessed their sins while others heard it and covered their sins. The first group became children of God, but the second group were children of the devil. Jesus is the Son of God. The scriptures, John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit, and the Father, attested to that truth. And now let's begin reading today here in the New Testament. January 2nd. Matthew chapter 2 verse 13 through chapter 3 verse 6. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up and flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to try to kill the child. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother. And they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he learned that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, because the wise men had told him the star first appeared to them about two years earlier. Herod's brutal action fulfill the prophecy of Jeremiah. A cry of anguish is heard in Ramah, weeping and mourning unrestrained. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and told him, Get up and take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph returned immediately to Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid. Then in another dream he was warned to go to Galilee. So they went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what was spoken by the prophets concerning the Messiah. He will be called a Nazarene. In those days, John the Baptist began preaching in the Judean wilderness. His message was, TURN FROM YOUR SINS AND TURN TO GOD, BECAUSE THE KINGDOM OF HEAVEN IS NEAR. ISAIAH HAD SPOKEN OF JOHN WHEN HE SAID, HE IS A VOICE SHOUTING IN THE WILDERNESS, PREPARE A PATHWAY FOR THE LORD'S COMING, MAKE A STRAIGHT ROAD FOR HIM. JOHN'S CLOTHES WERE WOVEN FROM CAMEL HAIR, AND HE WORE A LEATHER BELT. HIS FOOD WAS LOCUSTS AND WILD HONEY people from Jerusalem and from every section of Judea and from all over the Jordan Valley went out to the wilderness to hear him preach. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River.
1: Hi, my name is William Morgan. I'm from Union, Kentucky. What brought me to the refuge was I needed help to walk out this Christian life I had been a Christian for a long time, but I kept falling, and I knew that I couldn't do it alone anymore, that there were no Lone Rangers in the kingdom of God. I'm going to be 30 here in a few days. Um, What I've gotten from this program is exactly what I came here for, which was Christian fellowship, love, and intimacy with God, um, I remember when I got here, looking in to one of my uh, brothers in the ministry's eyes and seeing a light, and it scared me. I remembered after a couple weeks went by, I could see that same light in my own eyes when I looked into the mirror. This ministry has given me back some sense of integrity and some sense of pride when i've read the bible i'm reminded of what my position is in christ here lately i've been reading ephesians and the beginning of it talks about position and how he loves us and he chose us and That's a lot of what the refuge has given me. It's given me the feeling that God loved me so much that he reached forth and he chose me and he gave me a purpose. And I hope anyone who comes through this ministry learns that they're loved by God and they have a purpose as well.
0: Psalm 2, verses 1 through 12. We'll read here in Psalm chapter 2 that God hears. He hears the raging of the nations and the plots of the rulers. What do they want? Freedom from God. But the way to real freedom is by submission and not by rebellion. To throw off God's will is to invite bondage and destruction. God laughs. Puny man does not worry God with all his noise and threats. God is on his throne and has everything under control. When the world's noise frightens you, turn to the Lord and let him take over. And then we'll read that God speaks. God the Father announces that his king is enthroned in the heavenly Zion, where the nations cannot touch him. God the Son announces that the nations are his, so their rebellion is futile. Finally, God the Spirit invites the rebels to submit and be blessed instead of destroyed. God is always a redemptive God. Over the noise of the nations, listen for the assuring voice of God. Psalm chapter two, verses one through 12. Why do the nations rage? Why do the people waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against His Anointed One. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from this slavery. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger He rebukes them, terrifying them with His fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I HAVE PLACED MY CHOSEN KING ON THE THRONE IN JERUSALEM, MY HOLY CITY. THE KING PROCLAIMS THE LORD'S DECREE. THE LORD SAID TO ME, YOU ARE MY SON. TODAY I HAVE BECOME YOUR FATHER. ONLY ASK, AND I WILL GIVE YOU THE NATIONS AS YOUR INHERITANCE, THE ENDS OF THE EARTH AS YOUR POSSESSION. YOU WILL BREAK THEM WITH AN IRON ROD AND SMASH THEM LIKE clay pots." Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear, and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal Son, or He will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of your pursuits, for His anger can flare up in an instant. But what joy for all who find protection in Him! proverbs chapter 1 verses 7 through 9 fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge only fools despise wisdom and discipline listen my child to what your father teaches you don't neglect your mother's teaching what you learn from them will crown you with grace and clothe you with honor